0: Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 198 of Silence in a Year, along with my beautiful wife, Debbie. <laughs> we are going on to this next section by Cardinal Sarah. And so, Debbie, what is the title and the word of the day?
1: Uh, the Blood of martyr, Martyrs is the title, and Testimony is the word of the day.
0: So when you hear the word testimony, let's talk about that first. What, what, what comes to mind for you?
1: Um, Witness.
0: I think you just hit the nail right on the head, honestly, because testimony is a witness. So mm-hmm. martyrs, by their dying, right, um, for the faith, right, in defense were, of the faith.
1: Right. They were witnesses to what they believed.
0: Exactly. And I think part of the question I always ask myself, and I think maybe many people might ask themselves, is could you die for the faith? And I would like to believe that the answer is, of course, yes, I would die for the faith. And I think it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually to be it. faced with it. Oh, right. Right? I don't think anybody would actively choose to be a martyr. Maybe, maybe there are some in our, our history uh, of people who chose to be. Well, like uh, uh, Maximilian Kolbe, for example. Mm-hmm. He actually chose to die for the faith. In fact, let's talk about that for a minute. He was a priest in the German concentration camps. camps. And he, they were, somebody tried to escape. And so they wanted to set an example. So they Mm -hmm. took ten people, and they were going to starve them to death for that happening. Maximilian Kolbe was not one of the people that was picked, no, But he volunteered to take the place of a man who Mm -hmm. had a family, Family,
1: right? That was a father,
0: and he testified, like you said, he witnessed, he brought those ten men together in unity, in prayer, in solidarity. In the midst of struggle, so much that they had to kill him another way.
1: Right, they couldn't kill him by starving him.
0: He was not only was he willing to die for the faith; he brought hope and comfort and understanding to the other people in what would be just the most difficult of circumstances one could imagine Mm. um, to be starved to death. Right, that's a very a very slow death so I think where in your life are you uh, testifying to the way the truth and the life like we said in the last episode mm-hmm. uh, and, and are you doing that on a consistent basis are you doing that externally especially with people that you don't know uh, environments that maybe you're not comfortable with are you comfortable with sharing
1: Right. And I think your whole life is a witness, right? The way that you present yourself, the way that you act, the way that you respond, you never know who in the crowd is paying attention.
0: And people are paying attention. And I think I'm very surprised by that. There, there's been some times when I first became a deacon, I was like, uh, I, I, would, I would have my collar on and I was stopping somewhere on the way home or whatever. And maybe someone annoyed me. And maybe I said something that I could have said a little bit better. I'm not saying it was like awful, but then I walked outside and I kind of looked down and I go, Oh, I'm wearing my collar. I'm representing. Well, it doesn't matter whether you have your collar on or not. Yeah, exactly. We as Christians are representing Jesus, right? And, how, 24/7. and we just got finished watching the chosen mm-hmm. uh, season three at a retreat. We did at the retreat center. And there were a lot of people, uh, beautiful cases of people witnessing their faith in Jesus in a time where people, uh, you know,
1: had to keep that silent. Had right. Had to keep it hidden.
0: Right. But, they, you know, the, the, the Romans were wondering what was going on with what Jesus was doing. Um, certainly the Pharisees uh, and the Sadducees were not happy because uh, Jesus was uh, basically claiming to be the Son of God and he was doing things that only God could do. You would think that would be proof enough, but apparently not. But there were people that were bold and were so desperate for healing and for help that they were willing to do anything to encounter Jesus. We also, Debbie, have to be willing to do anything to help others encounter Jesus.
1: And it could be a very simple uh, gesture or um, just saying, God bless you today or something like that, that is very impactful to somebody that doesn't have um, exposure to the
0: word of God. Yeah, just just being present to people and spending time with them and saying, God bless you. Mm-hmm. So often there are people that will come to the church. Right? We can be very comfortable in church. And we, uh, we have our crowd and our people that we talk to. And when we see someone new, do we go up to them and introduce ourselves? Do we invite them in? Because I have heard stories both ways. I've heard of people that have gone to churches and because they weren't welcomed, they never came back. Mm -hmm. Then I had other people that the main reason they came back was because everyone was warm and welcoming. But if we're, to get back to my original question, would I or you be willing to die for the faith? I think the most important thing to be able to answer that question a deepening relationship with jesus himself because the deeper we get in love with jesus the more in line we are with the father's will the greater our ability through the grace of god himself and the power of his son who died on the cross for us to be able to do something very very difficult that the lord is calling us to do. what are your thoughts
1: um, I agree, I agree, and it's it's making me think personally, um you know how would I respond, how would I react and I honestly was just thinking that if Jesus were standing in front of me and I had to die for him, I would probably do it.
0: I would hope so, especially if Jesus <laughs> were standing in front of you, right? and here's the here's the incredible thing every just when you said that s- statement, Jesus standing in front of us. Every Mass, when we receive the Eucharist, Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity, well, He's standing right in front of us. He's always calling us to something deeper, something more intimate, something eternal. So here's the takeaway question How deep is your relationship with Jesus? And how deeper could it be? So let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank you for all of those who have witnessed to the faith throughout the centuries. Lord, we'd ask that you would help us to, in our day and time, to witness to the faith of the love of your Son, Jesus, whatever that may be. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Thanks. Bye.